Hello friends and welcome back to episode number 27, getting close now, uh, 27 of my 31 day challenge where every single day I am answering your questions about creating a career or a business that you love and in today's episode I'm going to answer the question, what should you spend your money on? Kind of a kind of a big picture question. I like it. If you've got a question, uh, you can ask me on social media. My handle on Instagram and Twitter is AlexMakesVR. If you've got a slightly longer question, you can ask it uh, over email, AlexMakesVR at gmail.com. And every single day I'm sending out a daily newsletter that gives you the inside scoop on my thought processes behind these episodes, some tidbits that come out in the episodes, and also just generally to remind you that they're live. So if you want to sign up for that, you can do that at AlexMakesVR.com. So what should you spend your money on? My goodness, this is such a great question. And the reason, this is a question that got uh, that got posed to me quite a while ago, but I was just on my morning walk and something kind of clicked in my head about something that I've been thinking about buying recently. And I was like, this is the perfect time to answer this question because I think my hesitation with answering it originally is because it feels very big and vague. Um, And although money is literally the driver of all of our lives, isn't it? It's like, it's the backbone. Anyone that tells you that money doesn't mean anything is a lying toad because money literally makes the world go round, especially uh, in the Western world. We are obsessed with, with money and consumerism and capitalism. And you listening to this, the reason you're probably listening to this is because to some extent you are interested in making your money in an enjoyable way, something that everyone should be able to do. But then the question is, when you do start making money, in a way that you're happy with in your own business or in a career that you're loving, what's then the best use of that money? I'm sure you've heard me talk about this idea of return on investment or ROI several times throughout this podcast series. Um, And although obviously there is a time and place for just spending money willy-nilly to just kind of treat yourself, um, Often I am quite, even even as I've kind of grown my company, I am quite careful with what I spend money on. I remember when I first started landing really big uh, projects and I did go through a little bit of phase, a little bit of a phase to kind of relax and just be like, do you know what? I've worked my ass off for so many years for this. I'm just going to treat everyone around me. I remember when Cats Not Peas had, it, had its first um, six-figure year Uh, and I was just so pumped. It felt like such a huge achievement. It felt like I'd like broken my back for years to try and get to that point. Um, and so I took my parents on their dream holiday and I, you know, splashed out on my friends, like in like was buying all the rounds at the pub and just generally was just being a bit lapsadaisical, um, which I absolutely loved. And it felt really good to be able to do that. And so there absolutely is a time and a place for that. But now and and prior to that and what I think most people should be thinking about generally speaking aside from you know spending your money on the stuff that you actually need what's the best use of your money especially when you're kind of starting out what's the best use of your money when it comes to investing in your own business and this is not going to be like a super practical episode where I talk about, oh, well, first you need to upgrade your PC to a, uh, you know, to have a GTX 1080 graphics card because that will run the Rift. Although 
not a bad thing to look at potentially <laughs> um and I'm definitely not going to say go out and spend your first um paycheck on on a new VR headset because you need to upgrade your tech and I think it's interesting because the the thing that sparked me to kind of think about this the thing that kind of clicked in my head um whilst I was on this walk and the reason why I'm now doing this episode is I've been really thinking recently about sleep and how important sleep is. So when we're talking about a return on investment, I think a lot of people think like, what's the, what's the course that I can buy that's going to, I'm going to pay £200 and I'm going to make 5000 back. So it's like, that is like a really solid ROI. But what people are a bit less good at is looking at more holistic things that do have ROI, but it's just not as direct. So for me, sleep at the moment is like a bitch. Like I just, for some reason, I just can't get like a really good night's sleep. You know, when you just know, when you wake up from those, like a really deep sleep and you're just like, ah, and you just feel refreshed and you feel like ready to go. I've not had one of those nights sleep for a long time and it could be everything that's going on in the world, you know, a combination of anxiety and the fact that it's a bit hotter and muggier now. So maybe it's like changing sleep conditions. Like there's, there could be a load of things going on. It could be because I have like an obscene obsession with drinking water throughout the day. So I'm constantly needing to go to the loo. Like it could be, <laughs> it could be a number of things, but I've really started to think about, okay, a little bit of money that I set aside every month to invest in things. And I have like a little pot every month in the business that is literally for investments. And it's funny because you think like, well, you know, you would think the traditional investment would be, like I say, buying a new camera, buying a new laptop, upgrading that phone, whatever it is. But actually the way I think about it is if I'm more well rested, if I have a better night's sleep, I'm going to be way more focused throughout the day. I'm going to be generally a nicer person because we we can all get a bit ratty when we've not had enough sleep. Um, and that's going to make me feel bad, which then puts me in a bad mindset, which means I'm not going to be the bright ray of sunshine that I usually am when I'm talking to colleagues or friends or family or clients. Um, the ROI of sleep could literally be one day being in a bad mood and doing something wrong and that one thing snowballs and becomes the thing that means you lose a client you know so when you start to look at like the big picture of the the ROI of sleep it's actually quite important and obviously I'm using sleep as the example that I'm thinking about at the moment but this could be applied to any any number of things like taking a vacation or um, starting to build like health and fitness habits like whatever it may be like there are everything is symbiotic it's not like you have work and life separate I think that's a big myth. People think about like the work-life balance as if they're two separate identities. They're not. You're the same person. It's just looking at kind of how they intertwine and how they affect each other. So to bring it back to what kind of sparked the inspiration to take on this question today, I've been really looking at the aura ring. Now, I, like most of you listening, am am an absolute tech fanatic. I love technology. Like one of my money dials, which is um, a concept I believe coined by uh, a guy called Ramit Sethi, who if you've not read, if you don't know about him, he's an influencer that works in the personal finance space. He wrote a book called I Will Teach You How To Be Rich. It's all about dialing in your personal finances. It's really good. Highly recommend. 
Um, and the idea of a money dial being like, this is the thing that you naturally just always want to spend money on. So for some of my friends, they're obsessed with like clothes or they're obsessed with like home furnishings. And for me, I've never been interested in any of that really, probably because I grew up in a house with entrepreneurs, especially working in the creative industries. We've always, as a family, been obsessed with technology, always have the latest games consoles, always have the latest laptops and um, gadgets and all of that stuff. So I am one of those people where if I'm going to spend money frivolously, it's probably going to be on tech. And I'm that person that as much as I know it's not uh, <laughs> it's not the difference between a good quality production and not, but I am that person that watches the latest reviews on the Sony A7 V or whatever it's on now, all those kind of things. And I'm sure a lot of you can relate to this. So my instant instinct when I was thinking about sleep and thinking about improving the quality of my sleep was like, let me go find a piece of tech that can do that for me. <laughs> so, so I find the Aura Ring and, you know, I hear about it being the best, best on the market for sleep tracking, really high spec, checks your temperature, can tell you all about like your, your heart, uh, heartbeats and all that kind of thing. It can look at, um, how well you're sleeping, what different cycles of sleep you're having. And then it can kind of gamify almost sleep and it can kind of teach you or give you some tips on how to, how to, promote better sleep and that kind of thing. So for about maybe a week or two, I've been like looking at this ring. And because I now have these systems in place with myself where if I want something, I have to wait A, until it fits in the investment budget and B, until um, I have to wait at least a couple of weeks just to see if it was like an impulse buy. Like I don't want to fall into that trap. I want to make sure that if I want it, if I'm still thinking about it a couple of weeks later, I probably want it. It probably wasn't an impulse buy. So anyway, it's been two weeks. I'm still thinking about it. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I think I'm going to get it. I think I'm going to, I'm going to treat myself to this ring. I mean, it seems ridiculous to spend about 300 quid on like a ring essentially, but it's like got the most advanced senses. And I'm trying to convince myself Like I'm like, you know, the ROI of sleep is so important to me. I believe in that. I believe that if I, if I have better sleep quality, I'm going to, this is going to be a a, a positive investment for both the business and myself and the people around me. So I should, yeah, I should invest in this ring. And then I don't know why this came up, but I was, I was just like on, on one of my morning walks. And this is why I love morning walks because it makes you kind of think about lots of different things. But I was listening to a podcast and all of a sudden it clicked in my head, like, why am I spending 300 pounds on a ring that's going to tell me what I already know, which is that I'm not sleeping well. <laughs> and actually, wouldn't it be better to put that £300 towards actually trying to improve my sleep? So instead of spending £300 on a little bit of tech that's going to tell me like, oh, this is, this is all the proof that you're not sleeping well, which I already know instinctively, why don't I spend that £300 on buying new pillows, buying a different like weighted duvet, because I hear that that's like supposed to like improve sleep quality. Why don't I invest in some blackout curtains? Why don't I invest in like a cooling kind of like mat, which Tim Ferriss kind of raves about in terms of like getting your, I didn't know how much uh, body temperature like massively affected the kind of sleep you have, but apparently that's a very big thing. Um, All of these little things. And I suddenly had that shift and I was like, yeah, 
that makes so much more sense. Why wouldn't, why would I invest £300 in a piece of tech to tell me what I already know when I could spend £300, which will go a long way in terms of like buying bits and bobs for the bedroom to try and make it a bit more, trying to basically trial and test ways of actually improving my sleep quality rather than, rather than just reaffirm what I know and having a cool piece of tech to show. And I thought about that and I thought how it's funny that we fall into these traps with spending money of, again, it's, it, it, sometimes we look at things a bit too, um, especially in the tech industry, we go, oh yeah, but I want, especially because you're a bit more science and data driven, it's like, I want, I want, um, I want a piece of tech that's going to kind of um, do that for me. I want a piece of tech like so that I can understand all the data behind it. I want, I want to invest in a camera that's got the highest spec because it's going to like improve like the megapixels of my photos. I want to invest in the new Rift because it's got a higher pixel density in the in the lenses, which means that um, you know everything the Beat Saber game will look like so much more crisp. It's got a higher field of view, so I'll feel more immersed. Like we think about tech in these and general investments in this thing of like the the technicalities like the we think about it in terms of this quantifiable almost vanity metric situation when actually if I was advising you if I was your business coach and you were telling me I've just made 500 pound like profit off this recent client job and I'm thinking about upgrading my uh theta z1 to a I mean 500 pounds not going to get you an insta 360 pro but like let's say an imaginary world it's like I'm going to spend it on buying the the 360 pro because you know it's better it's better quality I don't know whether that is that statement is true by the way um just to clarify it's been a while since I've worked with either of those cameras but uh you know it's better quality and it'll make me look more professional blah 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 and if I was that, if I was your business coach, I would say, well, hang on a second, let's let's take a step back. How good are your photos at the moment? Would that five hundred pound be better spent buying yourself a train ticket to go to some epic photographers meetup where you can have like a whole day playing around with your camera? Why don't you instead of spending that five hundred pound on a new piece of tech? Uh, which means that you've got 500 less pound in your bank account, which means that you're going to take on another new job more like more um, quickly than maybe you need to. Why don't you put that 500 pound, invest in your own time and have a week where you don't need to work because then you've maybe invest in some time to just practice with your camera and get better at the shots or maybe spend that 500 pound on a passion project which is going to boost your happiness it's going to reinvigorate your excitement which is then going to bleed into your client work there are so many other things that that £500 would be better spent on, but we are so indoctrinated into this consumerism behaviour of like, gotta have new things, gotta have it now. Like, buy the new tech, buy the new tech. <laughs> that, is, that is literally how we're being programmed. And especially, you know, that's all consumers are being programmed that way, but especially us in the tech industry, we are super sensitive to it because we are working with this stuff day in, day out. And we're constantly, we're constantly aware of all the new things coming out and um, all the latest upgrades and feeling like we're behind because there's always something new that you could have. And actually taking 
a little step back, giving yourself that breathing room, like I did. So I would highly recommend implementing some kind of process like that. Every time your trigger finger goes to that um, checkout button on Amazon, just save it for later instead. That's what I do. I add it, add it to my basket and I save it for later. And if I'm still thinking about it a week or two later, then I'll revisit. And then I'll, you know, I'll, I've kind of learned to have a little pot of money aside that I know specifically I can spend on investments. And so does it fit in that investment this month? I've thought about it for two weeks. Is it going to have, but then this is the bigger one, right? Is like, is it going to have an actual impact? Is it going to improve anything? So me with the tech ring, I mean, yeah, I'd probably like get that little thrill when you get a bit new piece of tech and you start to learn it and it's like got a cool app and oh it's like now I can go on all these forums and see what other people are doing with their aura rings and like oh cool (laughs) you get that little like that kick out of a new piece of tech don't you that little kind of dopamine hit um but actually what's it actually improving other than my own knowledge on the fact that I'm sleeping badly which I already know as a thinking human that can acknowledge, hey, I'm not getting good sleep. (laughs) So yeah, having a think about what could I actually invest in that's actually going to push me forward. And uh, it's funny because I'm thinking about like what the next month looks like for this podcast as we're coming to the end of the 31 day challenge about answering questions about business and career. I'm thinking about, well, what do I do going forward? Um, Is this format sustainable? Like, are, are there enough? Of course, there's like endless business questions. So I'm very happy to carry on doing this. But I've been thinking about also some like fun, like mini series that I can do within the podcast. And one of them is like, what is the ROI of? dot 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 and then every episode might be what is the ROI of a new camera what is the ROI of a holiday what is the ROI of and I can I I can rationalize all of those things and and I can tell you that even I I don't know how many of you um watch Gary Vee but he famously always talks about like what's the ROI of your mother and it's like such like a bold statement it's such like a what? Like those two things shouldn't be in the same sentence together. But when you start to actually dig deep into that, what is the ROI of your mum? And like for me, like the ROI of my mum is like insane. Like she's like literally shaped me into the person that I am today. Like I wouldn't be who I am without her. Like when I think about, you know, am I going to buy her coffee next time we go out, like post-COVID or should should I be buying the dinner or when I go over there it's like of course because like this woman gave me life and not only did she give me life she supported me in like the most crazy endeavors and has always like been there for the highs and the lows and has been fiercely protective and loyal and all of those amazing things that I'm very fortunate to be able to say of course like there's people in the world whose ROI of their mother is negative which is horrible to say but it's true like if you have a bad relationship with that parent like how has that shaped you how what insecurities do do you have because of that which make it harder to flourish in things like business and life even like, for example, um, the ROI of a friend. So I have a friend who um, I work with quite regularly and she's a very, 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 very talented writer. Um, and we, we, I was kind of, I needed some um, 
some help with some articles that I was writing recently. And so I was like, okay, cool, let's let's do a deal and, you know, we'll have X amount of articles and I'll pay you this much money. She was like, no, no, I don't want your money. Like, I don't, I don't need your money. Um, and I was like, you're going to take this money <laughs> because... I want to, A, I want to pay you for your services. Like, you are a super talented writer. I don't want you to do this for free, even though I know you would, and I appreciate the offer, and it tells me what kind of person you are, the fact that you would want to do this for free. But I do want to pay you. And when she was kind of, like, really being defensive and, like, trying to not take the money, I said, do you know what the, do you know, like, what, a ret- what return on investment I've got from having you as a friend? Do you know, like, the ROI positive effect that you've had on my life? You know, and it's it, people don't think about ROI and return on investment in that way. They automatically think about money. But for her, I was saying, you know, the, the ROI of having you in my life is you completely, when we met, when we were teenagers, you completely changed my mindset on the world. I was on a path where I was like chasing fame and fortune. And like, I had this big idea of like, I'm going to go to acting school and like be an actress. And, you know, I'm going to go and conquer New York City. <laughs> like all these big, which, you know, I mean, no shade, but probably that probably would have equally been a, an interesting path for me to follow. Like, <laughs> not saying that, um, not saying that that wasn't necessarily possible. Um, but at the same time, like when she came into my life and totally changed the way I saw the world and changed what kind of, I don't know, she almost like pulled the veil off a little bit, um, and showed me a different side of the world that I hadn't really seen before because I was so comfortable in my own little bubble. And it's so important to have people in your life that do that, that challenge you, that challenge your world perspective. Um, and, and literally, I can literally pinpoint that, that, that kind of those teenage years and the way that uh, we interacted and, and the things that she would kind of like, that she would instill in my mindset that have literally gone on to to pivotally change decisions that I made in my career, like years and years later. So again, like for someone like her, I'm like, you're going to take this money for these articles because literally it's almost like you had equity, you had skin in the game, like in my business, in my career from when we were teenagers. And so if you had made like a physical financial investment in me when we were 15 years old, you'd be a very rich woman right now because you would own a percentage of um, <laughs> of the empire that I'm building. Uh, and when she like, when she heard that, when she heard me put it that way, she was like, wow, wow, I never thought about that. Obviously she was also touched because, you know, very sentimental, but uh but that's the way you got to think about things as well. You got to think about like what's the ROI of like some of the relationships in your life, some of the friendships, some of the um networking that you do. And this this is also kind of all ties back to the whole like doing stuff for free thing again. It's like what's the ROI of that future relationship that you're going to have with that person or that client or whoever it might be just by being by showing up, being a nice person, um going that extra mile. Like the ROI of that is not necessarily well. It could be direct directly related to um, money eventually, but um, also there's something bigger there. There's there's not the direct like I'm going to invest my time because I know that you're going to give me three thousand pound back. It's I'm going to be I'm going to invest my time in you and in our relationship because I think that somewhere down the road that might be that might be net positive for me. 
I hope that makes sense. It feel this fe- this episode felt a little all over the place, but I I'm hoping that you've stuck with me and that the the through line has been quite powerful to think about. So the next time you go and spend some money on some new tech, just pause, wait a couple wait, wait a couple of weeks. See if it was an impulse buy, but also really seriously think about like is there something else I could spend that money on that would have more of an ROI down the line if I spent that extra 500 quid on a family on a family holiday what's the ROI of that well I'm going to be happier I'm going to be less stressed I'm going to have beautiful memories with my family that's going to make them happy which makes my life easy going forward as well I'm going to come back fiercer and fight and also I'm giving my head space to kind of have some more creative thoughts and get out of the kind of the day day to day stuff that plagues a lot of my creativity. Like there's so many things that are non-business expenses that you could invest in that would have a massive benefit on your business. So have a think about that. Um, I hope that this kicks off your Monday with a bang. Um, (laughs) I'm excited to hear your thoughts on all of it and also what your thoughts on going forward for the podcast. What what shall we talk about? Shall we continue in this format? Shall we do something else? Would you be interested in a little mini series on specific topics? You let me know. Also, tell me. I want to I want to hear from you. Like, what's the what's the biggest um, positive uh, ROI you've gotten from someone in your life, like a person, who's the biggest, what's the biggest kind of influence, positive, I can't speak today, (laughs) always good for a podcast, what's the biggest ROI you've had from a, uh, like a positive impact from someone in your life, whether that be a family member or a friend or, you know, because I think when you start to analyse it, you can start to trace things back and go, oh yeah, actually, if I hadn't met Sarah Jones in fifth grade who showed me how to hopscotch which would then went on to make me a uh, I don't know like a (laughs) a hopscotch champion which led me to meet Dr so-and-so who then went on to be my mentor who then helped me set up my first company which then cash flowed and you know made me money like then you know I owe Sarah Jones a lot for teaching me that hopscotch you know something like that like have a think about that be be reflective have a think about what those what that ROI of those relationships in your life are cuz it's so important anyway i'm going to stop rambling now but uh this was fun um if you've got a question or the follow up cuz i do want to hear from you reach out to me on social media alex makes vr uh, if you've got a longer follow up or a longer question ask it alex makes vr at gmail.com and uh, every single day I send out daily newsletters with the insider scoop on the episodes. You can catch them and sign up to them at alexmakesvr.com. Have a great Monday. Well, you might not be listening to this on a Monday, actually, but for those of you who are listening on Monday, have a great Monday. I'll speak to you tomorrow.